What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 143, I believe. I think that's that's where we at in our episodes. If not, we're, we're in the 140 somewhere, you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate everybody for coming back in, tapping in and everything. Listen, we appreciate everybody uh, for listening from all around the world, you feel what I'm saying? We're talking the UK, Dubai, um, who else do we see? Uh, Dublin, Ireland, of course, uh, of course, here uh, in New York, um, Brooklyn, um, who else? We saw, um, what, the Bronx, um, then we got Jersey, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, li- literally ever since we moved, like, the spikes here have been going up, and I love it, you feel what I'm saying? Little by little, you know what I'm saying? I love the baby steps. You feel what I'm saying? So I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, shout out to everybody back home um, in uh, Florida and Detroit. We appreciate you. And in Michigan. Well, Michigan, period. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate all the listeners from everywhere. You feel me? California. Um, Oregon. <laughs> you feel me? Um, North Carolina. South Carolina. All 50 states. We appreciate you. First time, last time. Uh, third time. Second time. Fourth time. You know. All the time listeners, we love you, you know what I'm saying? But before we get into the show, let's shout out our ad partners and sponsors. So if you are in the Grand Rapids area, make sure you check out daddiesdope.com uh, or Daddy's Dope Cookies. Um, make sure you check them out right now. They have an amazing selection, an amazing spread of cookies that you can buy from, that you can choose from, I'm sorry. And um, listen, if you are not in the Grand Rapids area, if you can't get to Fresh Time Market, if you can't get to Bridge Street Market, if you can't get to... Um, the downtown markets, any market that Daddy's Dough um, is at where you can physically grab you some cookies, make sure you go to daddysdough.com and use our promo code TOB20 right now to take 20% off your whole order right now. I'm telling you, they're the best cookies in Michigan. You know, we've been saying the best cookies in West Michigan, but they're the best cookies in Michigan. Top five favorite cookies for me. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, they just don't have the regular degular. They are also gluten-free. They have gluten-free options and vegan options. So make sure you check them out. Daddy'sDope.com right now. Take 20% off your order with our promo code TOB20. All right. We'll have all the uh, uh, links and descriptions in, the, um, in our description box as well. And if you're in the Chicago area and you're looking for some sweet, sweet treats and eats because you know I'm a fat ass, you feel what I'm saying? Uh, make sure you check out Passionate Pastries by my girl, the pastry nurse, Miss Amina C, who has made some amazing pastries over the past couple years. She just made a another number cake and a uh, ring cake um, for a birthday and for her um, parents' 26th wedding anniversary. Shout out to that. And so make sure you go to becomingapastrypal.com. Sign up to become a pastry pal and you get 10% off your entire uh, next order, you feel me? Whether you're a first timer or you're a next timer, right? Make sure you sign up to become a pastry pal. Check out some of her amazing selections from jars to cupcakes to pies to cakes to all of that good stuff. Make sure you check them out right now. Becoming a pastry pal right now if you're in the Chicago area and if you're looking for somebody to cater your next event with the best sweets, treats, and eats, make sure you check out Passionate Pastries right now. Like I said, we'll have all of our, um, uh, you know, uh, our sponsors and ad partners descriptions in our description box below. We appreciate you guys. Love uh, you guys for supporting the network and the podcast, guys. Listen, what the fuck is up, niggas? <laughs> what the fuck is up? It's a good day. I can, hey, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's been a great weekend. You know what I'm saying? First of all, <laughs> let's clap. 
because I survived my first week here. Hey, come on now. <laughs> Turn the fuck up. You feel me? And it's been, listen, this week has been a lot. If you have not listened to the After Dark show, please go and listen to the previous, uh, the, the newest After Dark, uh, T.O.B. After Dark show that we just put out or that I just put out recently. Um, literally, that was probably one of my most transparent and honest moments when it came to really being open about where I was in my situation and everything. And when I tell, I don't think people understand, like podcasting can be so therapeutic because honestly, you're talking to yourself, right? Now, normally you're not talking to yourself because when this, you know, when episodes drop, people are listening to you. So you're really having a conversation with the people that are literally in the car, at work, on the phone or in the headphones, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But when you're recording, you're literally talking to yourself. And sometimes you need those times where you have to just sit here and just let it out. Right. And y'all know me. I've been transparent since 2017, since the day I started this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Even before that, if you've been rocking with me, you know, for for as long as you have, you know, I've, I've been open and honest and transparent since the Facebook Live days. You feel me? Back in 2016. So it's it's been that episode for me was so great and we've got such a great reception from it. It's been amazing. So make sure you go check out that. Uh, we just put out another Divine Taste World and R&B and Chill podcast episode. So make sure you go check those out too. Um, but yeah, guys, how's everybody's week been going? I hope everybody had a great week, great weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. You feel me? Nobody got to go to work tomorrow on Monday. You know, when the episode drops, nobody got to go to work. I don't think. Hopefully. Right? Because it's Labor Day. Hopefully you ain't got to go to work. But if you do... You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you check me out. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you put your headphones in and make sure you're sharing this podcast with a friend. You know what I'm saying? Tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. But I've had a great week. It's been an amazing week, especially this weekend. Okay. So many tears of joy have been coming through my face. You know what I'm saying? It's been an amazing, amazing weekend. Listen here, man, Brooklyn know how to go the fuck up. Okay. Even in fucking quarantine, a pandemic, you know, people was like, you know, like, you should stay in the house. Ah, stay in the house, maybe. Go on the roof and check out everything. Ah, that's what it was. And when I tell you, the air here is just so me. It, 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 it's, it's everything, right? The peace, the tranquility, the, the serenity that I get here. It's, it's different. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I, I you know... I'm, I, I know I'm unstoppable, right? But I don't feel like I cannot be, I can't, can't be stopped here. You know what I'm saying? You know, as I told y'all before, when I was living in Grand Rapids, shout out to GR, um, I felt like I peaked there. I felt like I couldn't move the way I wanted to here, though. There's so many moves to make that now I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? But it's great because that gives me, that means there's a plethora of options. There's so much to do and I'm super excited for what's to come. Uh, but of course, you know, we got an episode for y'all. You know, we got to talk about some shit. We definitely got to talk about Detroit too. Shout out to Big Shine. You feel me? Shout out to the 31 Thrizzle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, home, uh, 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 Bread City. You feel what I'm saying? Um, we definitely got to talk about that. We got to talk about Taco Bell taking off the Mexican pizza. We have to get into that. Uh, we're going to talk about Pastor John Gray, of course. I'm going to talk about Trump, of course, with his stupid ass. You know what I'm saying? Um, but let's get into my MVPs and our clowns of the week. Um, my top, before we get into that though, 
the 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 opinion topic of the week uh for the second half of the show we just recently hit 30k and this time around it hit different and i'm going to tell you why it hit different there were so many people in my comments like tell us your secrets and everything like that and i'm going to let y'all know you know what i'm saying because we did we hit i'll give you a little synopsis before we get into the actual show i did 20k we hit 20k 20k streams and downloads for the opinionated brother only right for the opinionated brother podcast only for um in late uh late january i believe january 22nd right we hit 20k we just hit 30k yesterday and today is sunday one um sunday is at 124 p.m here so we just hit that saturday saturday night right when i tell you a wave of emotions came through me because hitting 30k before the year end within a less than nine month time span it i'm going to get into it more but it 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 just showed me why i go so hard right it showed me how much my work ethic is crazy you feel what i'm saying to hit 10 to go to go from 20 to 10, uh, 30k in a matter of nine months while i have so while i'm running other shit under my under my company or to, under my multimedia uh multimedia podcast company while i'm over here you know i don't you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm about to get into the whole spiel let me not do that but we're going to talk about joining the 30k club and going up from here it's amazing i'll let y'all know you know secrets quote unquote and everything like that but our mvps of the week joe button podcast right the joe button podcast now i know a lot of people have been uh wondering my take on uh joe button and the crew leaving spotify right because as y'all know they are now leaving spotify their spotify deal is either up or they're just leaving it is what it is right i'm giving them the mvps of the week because so many people um like my fellow brother charlemagne um who i definitely look up to and respect in this game have been really talking i don't want to say bad about joe budden and everybody and the crew but it's like sometimes you just don't know what the hell going on right and as somebody who gives his opinions every day, I try to dig as much as possible. But at the same time, we don't know the intricacies of what the hell was going on. Right. So watching an interview, watching the episode of, um, you know, Joe responding to Charlemagne and everything. I took two things away from that. Right. And I posted it on my Facebook page. Uh, one, I am definitely more of a Joe Budden than a Charlemagne the guy in a sense of growing in this industry of entertainment, podcasting, you know, talking as a as a as a as a form of you know of um of work, right? And here's the thing. Four years ago podcasting was non existent. Right? Non existent. Nobody knew what the fuck a podcast was. Right, you had people in pockets who knew what podcasts were, but it wasn't that big. You know what I'm saying? It didn't get that big until 2018. 
And I and I truly, truly remember for real for actually no, 2019, I'm sorry. Um nobody knew what a podcast was. I remember starting podcasting and everything. I remember listening to the Joe Budden podcast on SoundCloud, right? Before he got the exclusive deal with Spotify and everything, Joe Budden was free. And not only was he free on SoundCloud, he was beasting over on SoundCloud. And so many people ask me, why do you put your, why do you have all your podcasts on SoundCloud? Because of this man. All right. And if you really understand it, it's a lot of podcasts that are on SoundCloud. You look at Angela Rye, you look at the Brilliant Idiots, you look at some of my podcast family who are out here, you look at the Casey crew with DJ Envy and them, they are on SoundCloud, my dog, right? That's where they at. Joe Budden created that platform for a lot of us to be there. Let's talk about it. Right. I'm not saying he's the first podcaster out here, but he created a lane for a lot of us to roll through. It's now that we create our own lanes in that lane. Right. I know I did. You understand what I'm saying? So while I was listening to him (laughs) do Joe, (laughs) right, go off and have his moment, he was saying he was he was dropping a lot of he was dropping a lot of gems. You feel what I'm saying? And I think a lot of gems that a lot of black people don't want to sit here and actually acknowledge. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things that he really, what, what I took away was, was uh, what was number two about that, is that ownership in the black community needs to be a thing. Especially when I talk, when we talking about this podcast game, right? He was talking about, I didn't sign this deal. To just get to get money. I don't I didn't care about that. Right. We were getting they were getting sponsorships when they were on SoundCloud doing this shit for the free ball. Right. They were number one on SoundCloud for like three years running. I remember. You feel me? I was listening. Me and Cordell was listening. Shout out to Dale. And so when they got the exclusive deal with Spotify, they were number one for like a two years. Top 10 for like two years. Right for the last two years of their contract. You understand what I'm saying? So he said, like, no, I didn't get this deal to sit here and get this money. I got it for information. You understand what I'm saying? Because podcasting, what people have to understand, when you when you jump into a pool, a new pool of you have to learn. Right? Yeah, the money is good. Yeah, the money may be good, but you gotta learn. Right. You have to learn the industry. And that's the thing. Joe Budden always made me think like, okay, I'm learning this industry. Yeah, the money will come with it. But let me know the intricacies of what the fuck is going on. You understand what I'm saying? Because he's like, who can determine what the hell a worth of a stream is? Right. They're making billions of dollars off of everybody. All of us who are podcasting, everybody listen to the sound of my voice. White people are making a dollar off me. You understand what I'm saying? Every stream that I get, every time y'all hit the shit, they're getting money off of me. Right? It's not that I'm seeing it. They're getting money off of me. Hence why I do so many things independently. Getting, trying to get black uh, people of color to, you know what I'm saying, black and brown businesses. You know what I'm saying? Getting them to uh, get into the sponsorships and shit like that. Like, And the ad partners, like, that's what I'm saying, because 
these people are literally trying to determine the worth of your stream, right? And so many people was mad about it, like Joe Rogan. He wants to be Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan got 100. Joe Rogan don't fight. He said it, bro, and he was so right. Joe was so right. Joe Budden was right. Him and Rogan don't fight the same fight, even though we both listen, even though a lot of people listen to Rogan. Bro, you feel me? Like, even though a lot of people listen to Joe Rogan, white man, black man, don't fight the same fight. Don't talk about the same shit. You feel what I'm saying? And when it comes to shit like that, I'm listening to Joe. Here's the thing. He was talking about how Charlemagne just, you know, his contract is up in 10 years, right? iHeartRadio, iHeartMedia, all of that good stuff. You know, and shout out to the Breakfast Club for literally getting into the Radio Hall of Fame. That's major. That's major. That's major. But I think what we don't like to also take into account is that we are now in a generation. We are now in a time where black people can now own their own shit you can leave and own your own shit and that's what he was saying he was like yo you working for iheart for 10 years under the white man let's keep it a bean this is this is not this is not to be shady this is just facts right you're working under the white man for 10 listen you gotta get your paper okay but we're not fighting the same fight. I'm fighting for ownership. He said, I'm fighting for ownership. It may seem like we're fighting the same fight. But it's not, though. Because you're not, you're not doing what Joe is doing. And when he was spilling that to you, I'm like, damn, you're right. You're motherfucking right. And it made me feel even more secure in what the hell I'm doing. Because for me, in this time right now, there is no white man, no white woman, no white person that can literally determine my fucking worth. You can't determine the worth of this right here, of all of this, of Tyronza Hicks and Company, the R&B and Chill podcast, the Vontae's World podcast, nor this podcast right here. You cannot, my blogs, everything, you cannot sit here and tell me how much my company is worth. Hence why I'm looking for black and brown investors, because I don't want to sit here and get a white male, white person investing in my shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. White people that's listening, I'm sorry. You feel me? Sorry, not sorry, though. <laughs> right. But to sit here and say, like. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you this, you know. No, 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 I'm not going to sell my soul. And I'm not saying Charlemagne is selling his soul. His contract is up in December. But I think it comes to a point where we have to learn and understand, like, yo, we're not in the 60s anymore. We're not in the 30s anymore. We're not in the 80s anymore. Hell, we're not even in the, hell, we're not even in the fucking 2000s anymore. And yes, I'm going to say it. We're in 2020, bro. And so many people... Tell me, stop saying that shit. No, because y'all are not understanding. Stop thinking with an old mind rhetoric. Right? You have it. There are a lot of you who have it to where y'all can just start your own. Honestly, 
there's a lot of you with no kids, black, rich, that can start your own, still working under a white man. He was talking about Stephen A. Smith, right? Everybody was so happy when Stephen A. Smith got $10 million, paid the highest at ESPN. But they still work in my man's like. My thing is, Stephen A. Smith, he's been, he's been a journalist for 28 years. Respect. He's been covering the NBA for 25. Respect. I respect that man. Love that man to the death. I would love to work for Stephen A. Smith under his company. Not, not at ESPN, but under his company. You know what one person I would love to work for? Kev on stage. Because he owns his own shit. And able to pay the people that I see on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, watching comedy specials. He's able to pay them because of his ownership. And it didn't take, and it didn't, didn't, didn't just happen overnight. No, my man had to grind. He'll tell you he was grinding for 15 years trying to get this shit popping. And it just Started popping, what, maybe two, three years ago? That's how much I've been a Kevin Fredericks fan. He just started, like, literally, like, popping, popping. And it's because he has ownership. I'm not saying you're not you're not black if you don't have ownership. But I'm saying look into it. I'm saying, like, yo, you can still work your nine to five and still own your own shit. But once you get, I'm telling you, once you get into the, the, the process and, and the path of ownership of your own shit, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's going to hit different. It feels different. It feels different. It hit different. So I'm definitely more of a Joe than a Charlemagne when it comes to this podcasting game. You know what I'm saying? Even though I definitely look at both of them, you know, Joe being Magneto, you know, or him being Professor X and Magneto, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Those are two people that I look up into at, at, at in the culture as mentors for sure. I'm not taking away Charlemagne's 25 years in radio. He had to do what he had to do. But at some point in time, because Charlemagne just made his YouTube channel, right? But at some point in time, you have to be like, yo, I'm bigger than I am. And what Charlemagne is. Charlemagne is way bigger than iHeart. I would work for Charlemagne under his company, though. Under his company. Not under iHeart. Under Charlemagne. I would work for Joe. Under Joe. Under the JPB. Right? This is what I'm saying. I'm in a space right now where, yeah, I can I can get it. I can get it. I can get it. I can get a nine to five easy. But that's not that's not where God wants you. You understand what I'm saying? That's not where he that's not where he sees me. Cause if because if it was, I would have got it. I got the credentials. I got the resume. I got the degree. Stop playing with me. Right? But that's not where that's not where I want to be. That's not where he wants me to be. If I'm a work, I'm gonna work for somebody. You feel me? So I I I love how Joe really broke that down. If you if you want to go see the interview, um, I'll have that link in our description as well. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful interview, too. Um, I mean, uh, episode, too. I think now that they're, you know, they got like six or four episodes left, they're just throwing out some shit. And I love it. I fucking love it. Um, our clown of the week this week is um, this. Oh, we got another. Uh, we got another. Um, what's her name? 
another damn i'm trying to hold up let me let me let me fire you feel me hold up we got another rachel dozel on the flow uh our client of the week is um jessica what's her name jessica krug now miss jessica krug decided that she wanted to play black right as as this is not a new thing right it's just it's just sick when my black women continue to get overlooked by white motherfuckers who try to play black right and yes you're a motherfucker period um, she was a professor at George Washington, uh, George, uh, George Washington University, and she admitted that she lied about being black. Now, she revealed on Thursday in a bombshell, right, that she uh, lied about being black. Um, she is what? What is she? Uh, she is white Jewish and was raised in Kansas City. Now, if that ain't the whitest city, damn near, if one of the whitest cities in America. Okay, first of all, I looked at her. I looked at her. You could tell she wasn't black. And for all her colleagues that that thought that she was, even a a hint of black, you stupid as fuck. Dumb as hell. Do you see her lips? First of all, black people don't have lips like that. That's, That's off the rip. Any person of color don't got little ass, small, stupid ass lips like that. You know white people got them little non-kissable ass lips, okay? Love you, white folks, some of y'all. But y'all know y'all got them non-kissable ass lips, right? And just because she dyed her hair black, y'all thought, man. <laughs> man. And the crazy thing is, like, she, she got ahead of the story because a lot of people at her college were literally um, about to throw her under the bus they were about to be like uh hold up your credentials don't match baby you feel me and so it is just it's just it's sad and it irks me because there are so many so many so many black women out here who get turned down for college jobs jobs period because we have fakers and naysayers like this motherfucker right here miss jessica Krug, who decides this clown Right. Who decides that they want to sit here and just again um, sit here and, um, you know, just just take our culture and decide that they want to, you know, make money off of it, basically. Um, it's sad. It's it's really it's it's really sad. Right. Uh, that the same thing happened with the Daquan uh, thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I am Daquan. Right. And even though the person who runs the page is Ethiopian, right? Shout out to, to shout out to my Ethiopian brother. Um, you have to understand Daquan is a black name, brother. You understand what I'm saying? So I understand why my black people are upset at you and your partner for making money off of this. My thing is, do y'all give back to black communities, right? Do y'all give back to the hoods that y'all so, you know, that y'all post and everything that y'all so-called talk about that y'all so... It it and that and 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 I can answer that. That's a no. Y'all never do. Y'all will make the money and give back to charities who just write it off as a tax write-off. Y'all don't do shit with it. So to Jessica Crew and you know to everybody out there that's that's playing that's playing black, we see you and we coming for your head. 
You understand what I'm saying? Like, I hope more exposures like this keep coming out. I hope more exposures um, like Daquan keep coming out. Like, really, seriously, um, because it's ridiculous. You know, I, Rachel Dozeo was one thing. This girl right here, I black people should have understood. That's what that's that's why I fuck with black women because the black woman was about to out her ass for show. I was like, bitch, you ain't fucking black. Excuse me. You ain't fucking black, bitch. Them little ass lips. I looked at them lips and I was like, boy, if y'all don't stop. <laughs> Damn lips. Uh let's get let's get into it. Let's talk about y'all president real quick. Um, because I just want to get him over with. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> you know, it's like, and I've said this before, every time, every time I think that this man cannot, you know, shock me or do something to, 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 you know, sh- you know, shake up the world or some shit. Here he goes again. Right here. This nigga go again. Um, so two things. One, this fool. Oh, Lord have mercy. Can we just, oh my God, can we just get this nigga out of office? Like, first of all, this fool, um, with the tax cuts or with the tax cuts that started, I believe sometime yesterday or uh, Friday or whatever day it was, you know, now I think taxes won't be taken out of anybody's check. However, that means you have to pay all of that back where you won't have, you won't have as much money next year. Right. Um, I'm just like, you are fucking this country up. I don't, I don't know what the hell you are doing, but you are fucking this country up Two. He then sits here and says that diversity training in a lot of these organizations, companies, firms, whatever are, are divisive brother. I can tell that you ain't never had, never will, or never will be in a diversity training meeting. Trust me, I've been in a lot of those and it's only divisive when people who are not people of color don't listen. You understand what I'm saying? When a person of color, black, brown, whatever, gets a, is offended or is disrespected by a fellow white colleague, and trust me, I've seen it, I've heard it, I've been through it. You understand what I'm saying? By a fellow colleague, then the training needs to be had. You understand what I'm saying? And what I don't want is a full panel of white motherfuckers leading the diversity training. You feel me? Because that's what mostly happens is that a white panel with one black person, damn near, and either an Asian or Hispanic is on the panel. All white, though. I'm sitting here like, y'all can't be serious. And that's divisive, right? Can we get a pet? You know what? If you talk about it in that sense, that is divisive. Because why the hell am I looking at an all-white panel talking about diversity when you have no, no history of diversity in your culture whatsoever? Y'all are pale as the goddamn Twilight movie. Okay? And y'all got the nerve to talk about diversity training. Then, then, hold up, hold up, he ain't done yet. Then he talking about, I seen an article. Then he must have been talking about, allegedly, right? 
that people that go to that people that went to war are stupid, crazy. They they fucked up all of that shit. This is your president, white folks. I'm talking to you because I know a lot of y'all listen to me. You feel me? I'm, but I'm talking to you. This is your president because this ain't ours. Black brown folks, we don't fuck with that. Well, if if you if you if you are Hispanic rocking with Goya, you might fuck with them. But we we just don't fuck with you anyway. Um, and there are some black people that fuck with Trump. We don't fuck with them anyway. We we've cast them out on the island. Uh, um, <laughs> but this man can't read for shit. He can't talk for shit. He can't do nothing for shit. For not a damn thing. And the the fact that this man continues to literally make this like i have PyFam everywhere right and i talk to him on a regular basis i have i have PyFam in the uk dublin everywhere and i have a couple of people in the uk right now and I, t- I was talking to them i said tell me what people say about our country right now right versus when obama was there that and 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 shout out to the what the fuck is going on podcast out in the uk and so they was like you know what um we're laughing at y'all. <laughs> like people around the people around the world are laughing at America. Laughing the fuck. Like being worried, of course, worried about, you know, people like me and everything, you know, say who they got love for. But they're laughing at us, people, because of our president. Even fucking UK is laughing. England, Dublin, Australia, Antarctic. Huh? Huh? Laughing at our stupid asses because y'all decided to put this man in office. Now, like me and my best friend talked about last week on the podcast about the uh, about the election. It's up to y'all. Right. And like I told her last week and like I'm going to tell you all again, I know there's going to be about a million to 10 million of you, 2 percent of the country, you know, 1 percent, whatever, that are going to vote for Kanye. Right. Because you don't feel Joe, um, Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris are, you know, a good fit. Well, if you want another four years of what the fuck we've been having. I suggest you make a conscious decision. It's not about what you want right now. You understand what I'm saying? Because honestly, this is America. This ain't about what you want. It ain't about you, bro. It ain't about me. And as much as I want it to be about me, it ain't. Because right now we're living in a time where everything is unfucking certain Everything. Nothing is going back to the normal. I need people to understand that. Like, if you're looking for normal, that shit is done. You need to adjust. Readjust and adjust some more. Because nothing is about to go back to the normal of what it was. Everything has changed. So, get out your, like, put your big girl and your big boy draws on and start to make conscious decisions on what the fuck you need to do with this election. Trump is really worried, honestly. That's how I look at it. Trump is really worried about losing this election. And he is saying any and everything, doing any any and everything in his power right now before he probably loses this election, which I pray he does. Loses this election um, to literally fuck up the country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His four years is damn near up. Now, if we get another four years of this nigga, it's going to be on us. It's not got, like, it's like a shame on you 
for one time. You know what I'm saying? You know how people say shame on, you know, first time shame on me, shame, you know, second time shame on you. It's going to be shame on us. The, the If he get in office for the next four years, it's going to be shame on us. And I'm cussing everybody out. Everybody, everybody. I don't even give a damn if you voted for Joe. I don't give a damn if I voted for Joe. I'm cussing me out. You feel me? I'm cussing everybody out. Not God, but I'm cussing everybody out. <laughs> Every human being. Like, from the sound of my voice, I'm cussing you out. Because it, sh- it should not, like, you should understand. Okay? We do not need this in our in our in our country right now this defight he's divisive you understand what i'm saying this nigga is crazy right so ooh, that's our president though that's y'all 45 um let's get into tyler perry man uh shout out to tyler perry i've been watching first of all i've been watching mad tyler perry plays um for like last two weeks but tyler perry is officially a billionaire now I don't give a damn what the hell you got to say about Madea, whether you like it or not. I don't care about, you know, how you like House of Pain. I've been a Tyler Perry fan since 1997. Ever since I was a little baby watching him, right? I think my first play watching him was I Can Do Bad All By Myself. The first play. The very first. I Can Do Bad All By Myself. It wasn't Diary of a Mad Black Woman, which I just watched, which was hilarious as fuck. But... I can do bad all by myself. And I've loved Tyler Perry ever since then. Right? So, the thing about it is the fact that he is now a billionaire now with all the obstacles that he had to face with everything, scrutiny from the media, even from his own people. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Medea got him to a billionaire. House of Pain, him getting would be... He's a billionaire, bro. You feel me? Got his own television studio. His own studio, period. Where he can make movies, TV shows, quibbies, right? YouTube. Tyler Perry is everything. Tyler Perry is a blueprint for me. Always been. Always been of owning your own shit. Yeah, it may, it may not be good in the standards of Hollywood, but he was never making it for Hollywood. That's the thing. He always taught me, you don't got ah, the fuck. Right? And that's no that's no shot to my black and brown people who are literally killing it in Hollywood. But if you want another avenue, which is not Hollywood, which may take a little longer, this is what it is. I'm here. What's up? Even those Hollywood stars who fell off had to go to Tyler. Come on now. Full circle moments. So I'm just saying, shout out to Mr. Tyler Perry for literally becoming a billionaire. You deserve it, my brother. Um, let's talk about Pastor John Gray, man. You, you, we got to get into it. Um, so Pastor John Gray, who is a great pastor, who is probably on the up and coming, uh, who's on the like rise to the status of like the, you know, the Pastor Joe Olsteins, T.D. Jakes, the Joyce Myers of the world. You know what I'm saying? He's he's getting up there, right? Like he always has a great message. Um, him, he 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 allegedly um was having infid- had infidelity with no physical contact, right? You know how those text messages, those FaceTimes, phone sex, maybe, you know what I'm saying? 
But um, I guess he was getting a little bit too intimate with a woman through text message, you know, through DM, whatever you want to call it, FaceTime, whatever, and got out. And the woman really just spilled the tea. She was like, you know, you know, we had multiple text messages. We never seen each other, never had a conversation, you know, never had a face to face conversation, never interacted, never touched, never kissed, never had sex, never none of that. Right. But the intimacy through you know, the text messages was here. And so I just seen, a, you know, I, I seen a lot of people have mixed reviews about it. You know, half the people were, you know, really bashing the pastor and everything about, you know, what he was doing and everything. And a lot of people were like, well, you come on now, let's not judge, you know. And, and you know, here's here's my take on everything. One, don't like cheating, right? I've always said that on my podcast. I'm, I don't condone it. It's not my thing. If you were cheating ass bastard, you need you just need to you need to get your life right. You feel me? If you were cheating ass bastard, whether man or woman, you need to get your life right, right? Um, you just need to stay single. You understand what I'm saying? Because um, when you get to the pearly gates, it ain't gonna be you know it's not gonna be good for you. But I hope you you know I hope you learn from your mistakes, right? Um, in this situation though, even though I don't like cheating ass bastard, everybody is everybody's entitled to forgiveness. Right. Everybody's entitled to forgiveness. Hell, I have people in my family, friends, life, period, who are cheaters, who have cheated. Right. That I have set them down and said, y'all know y'all some cheating ass niggas, right? Cheating ass bitches. Right. And y'all need to get y'all shit together. Right. Like, mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's not the move. However, like I said before, everybody's entitled to forgiveness. Right. Everybody. So in this sense. Who am I to judge, right? Who am I to judge this man? Now, if he did do it, he apologized, right? He came out with apology and everything like that. And here's the thing. Here is the thing. I, I know, I know you got to get ahead of it sometimes, right? And I know, excuse me, in our, in our, in our culture right now, in our media, in our social media, such awareness culture right now, you know, once something comes out, you kind of got to get away, got to get ahead of it. Here's my thing, man. As, as if I was in Pastor Jay, if I was in Pastor Gray's shoes, I would have just talked to the congregation and my wife. That's it. That's it. Okay. I would apologize to her privately. I would have apologized to the congregation privately. Right. Next Sunday at church. Listen, y'all, my bad. You understand what I'm saying? I apologize, right? Everybody makes mistakes. Trust me. You feel what I'm saying? Like I said, don't like cheating. Don't condone it. However, who am I to judge at the same time, right? You made a mistake. Something is happening. And as I got older, sometimes I have, I, I've, I've learned that low-key things are very two-way-ish, especially when you're talking about a marriage, Right? Something may not have been aligned in that where he had to go find something else, right? She might not have been doing something, right, to make him leave and go somewhere emotionally, right? Maybe not physically, but emotionally. Because what, what, what sometimes what we don't understand is that emotional cheating is way worse than that physical cheating. Hey, ask a woman. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> listen. We, as men, 
most of the time we cheat with our physical bodies. We cheat with the dick. That's what it is, right? With women, though, what I found out is, bro, when another man got that, when a woman already made up her mind, once she started talking to another nigga emotionally, it's a wrap. You're done. The nick, you're done, right? It's a, it's a, done. That emotional cheat is way worse because I, I'm giving you that. You giving, you giving him my yes because you broke mine, right? It's way worse. But something may not be aligned right now, and they may need counsel. They've been married for ten years. Shout out to them. But even ten years is, 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 is. It's still um, short time, right? It's a long time. It's very respectful, and that's amazing. But at the same time, you still, um, you still have to sit here, and um, what am I trying to say? You still have to sit here and work. And sometimes, it, you know, Loki Medea be having to be, she be having the um, the, the the messages. Like Tyler said, when when he was um, in uh, Medea's big happy family to play, was like literally from seven to ten years, things are things are happening, right? In the seven to ten years of your marriage, right? Like you marry somebody, and in those seven to fifteen years, they change because what you have to understand is even as girlfriend and boyfriend, right? Y'all came in as individuals, you came in as separate people. And then y'all started to combine. And then once y'all start to get married, things change every year, right? You're growing. She's growing. Your partner's growing. Everybody's growing, right? Everybody's growing. And so we, I, I, I wonder for real why people renew their vows. It's because I'm renewing it with a new person. I'm changing. This is not the same person you, you know, you marry. It is in a sense, but they've changed. Yes. Like, I had to understand, like, damn, that's deep. Like, people change. And it's for the better. Sometimes sometimes you want them to stay where they are because you're comfortable with it. Nah, bro. Sometimes you got to be uncomfortable with change. Because sometimes change is for the best. So sometimes you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sit there and go through that shit on both ends and be like, oh shit, I see you growing, I see you changing, I see you doing your thing. Okay, baby, I see you. what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have any I don't have any ill feelings towards John. He didn't do anything physically to me emotionally. I think it was maybe a bigger picture. You know, a bigger thing. Like I said, I think the emotional cheating is a little bit in a deeper hurt than the physical cheat. The physical cheating is still pfft, horrible. But um, I think when you think about it in a sense, like when when you are emotionally cheating, it's, it's a different type of feeling, right? So um, I hope that Pastor John Gray and, and everybody gets it together. You know what I'm saying? Him and his wife and... You know, this alleged mistress came out thinking, I'm thinking she done came out with the receipts and everything. She came out talking about they ain't do nothing physically ever. We had a few texts here and there. I'm like, girl, shut up. Go sit down somewhere. He probably didn't 
He probably said no to your stupid ass, and you just get, bye. Get the fuck on. <laughs> um, of course, had to listen to Detroit too by Big Sean. Shout out to the three one three. Shout out to my, um, shout out to my city. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out to Detroit. Listen, Detroit two was Detroit two was lit. Can't lie, it was it was it was a great album. Um, giving you some of my favorite songs off the album. Uh, Why Would I Stop, of course, is one of mine. Deep Reverence with uh, Nipsey. Uh, Body Language with Ty Dolla Sign and Janae. Uh, Zen the Fuck Out. Respected. Um, the story with Eric Badu and uh, the story with uh, Stevie Wonder were, um, well, Stevie Wonder was amazing. Um, now, let's talk about the Friday Night Cypher. Okay. Now, this had a lot of uh, Detroit rappers, you know, saying some that I know, some that I don't. Um, and I'm going to give my honest opinion on this, right? Honest, straightforward, okay? <sighs> I know some people going to hate me when I say this. Lord have mercy. Okay. Cash Doll, Sean, Sada Baby, um... I think Cash Kid and T. Well, yeah, maybe. Well, I'll put T to the side for a minute. Has a, had had the best bars. Honestly, for me, Cash Doll body the whole shit out of everybody. Out of everybody, because I know as the, as listen, Detroit rappers can't rap on beat. That's just our style, right? We love to rap off the beat. Right. What I did not like about the cipher is the beat continuously changing like four or five times. I'm thinking the beat was just going to go straight through. Right. And I'm sitting there like, yo, what the fuck? Right. Eminem had a nice one. T had a nice one. Um, other than that, I, it, it was cool. Right. It was. I, uh, I know he did it for Detroit. And if you're from Detroit, you know how this, this this shit sounds. You know how a lot of the rappers in Detroit, and I love them, whether I know you or not, don't rap on beat. That's just our style. We do not rap on beat. Like, it, it, it is just what it is. What I did not like is just the beats changing, right? And so for me, I think, like I said, Cash and Sean had probably the best verses on there. Um... You know, Sada Baby did his thing. Like I said, T did his thing. Cash Kid did his thing. Um, oh, uh, who else? What, what was his name? Uh, God damn it. Um, the boy with the star with the P name. Uh, uh, I don't know. I forgot. But, you know, I overall, it was a good song. Overall, it was a good cypher. Um, put that on, you know, put that in the BET Hip Hop Awards. Ah! Nah, maybe, maybe like Sean Cash, you know, Sada, Prodigy, was it Prodigy? Nah, not Prodigy, uh, might have been Prodigy, I don't know, but, um, it was cool, it just, it, I was, I think I was, I was excited to hear it, and I got let down, I think I had expectations, and my expectations were let the fuck down, you know what I'm saying, I think I was ready for a 10, and I got like a 5.78, <laughs> like it wasn't it just wasn't like i thought it was gonna be you know it was cool it was good but it just it just 
it just wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. And Sean even said, like, yo, he 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 tried to bring the whole city together. You know, niggas got beef and all of this shit like that. And Sean says, What the hell I well I hell I've been thinking and saying for the for for years now. Niggas rapping, what the hell you got beef for? Do you know niggas is shooting us in the back with with no question? And you got beef for what? Why? Because you didn't get the song? Nigga, you better go back in the fucking studio and put some shit out and stop fucking crying. We can work. We could be so much powerful if we work together and kill the noise. I don't care if you don't like each other, but respect each other. Like, kill that beef shit. Like, it, it, for what? For what? For what? Oh, I got it. We got a beef, man. What the hell are you beefing over? A bitch? Who probably don't want neither one. Man, if y'all don't get the fuck on and do a song, you feel what I'm saying? I just seen Meek Mill say, like, uh, one of Sada Baby's songs is his favorite. Favorite song right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, what are we... What y'all beefing for in Detroit? Nigga, right now, like, Detroit is 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 booming. Detroit is booming. And the fact that Sean tried to bring all of y'all together in so many ways, and y'all still wanted to beef for, for shit? When we have way bigger shit to fry, right? Y'all screaming Black Lives Matter in your fucking songs and shit, but you beefing with the next black man down the street. Fuck out of here. I don't I don't get that shit. Help me to understand. I don't know. But Detroit 2 was lit. I fucked with the album. It was it was definitely um it was definitely that shit. Uh Taco Bell is letting go of the Mexican pizza. Now here's the thing. The crunch wrap and the Mexican pizza were always my top favorites on the Taco Bell menu, right? And I still eat Taco Bell from here and there, you know what I'm saying? But I'm really sick that they're getting away, getting rid of the Mexican pizza. The Mexican pizza is going to be no more. You know how many people ate the? A lot of black girls ate the Mexican pizza, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of my friend, a lot of my uh, my 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 women friends loved loved the Mexican. Every time we went, it was either you get the, it was either they'll get the dollar menu, the Cravings menu, right? The dollar Cravings by a uh, menu, or they'll get the Mexican pizza. Now the Mexican pizza is gone. I don't. Dang, that was that was a classic. That's a classic. You know, it's like the crunch wrap, the Mexican pizza, um, um, the chalupa, uh, 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 shit. I'm trying the burrito. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think of another one. Um, gosh darn it. God damn it. I can't think of. I can't think of another classic. But you know, the tacos. Like those are classics, right? Classics. The Mexican pizza is a classic. How do you take the place? How you do? How do you take it? What happened, huh? Why y'all taking it away? I like it. I like it. Why you taking it away? Don't take it away. But I mean, if you got to, it is what it is. Um, what I will say though, Taco Bell, is that uh, the nachos box that y'all had, it was cool. Try again though. Try again. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It wasn't. Just try again, right? Just, just, just try it again later. Uh, listen, we're gonna take a five minute break, and we'll be back with the uh, the PNA Talk of the Week. This is the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode one forty three, and we will be back, people. 
What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Opinion of Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 143. We are in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got me some water, excuse me. <clears throat> Hi. We are in the Opinion Topic of the Week. And listen, we are talking <sighs> 30,000 plus streams. I just want to bask in that glory for a minute. So I'm going to take a, I'm going to just take like, mm, like five seconds just to pause and just. <sighs> That's beautiful. See, listen here. <laughs> 30,000 streams. This one hits different and I'm going to tell you why. Um, so like I said before in, uh, in the first half of the show, we hit. 22 or tw- I'm sorry 20k streams as a collective um for the opinionated brother podcast in January late January January 22nd to be exact right in that time frame from that from January to now in that time I started two new podcasts kept going with my blog kept going with the black man win series kept going with school kept going with um working at the time right i was still working um at my quote-unquote corporate job if you want to call it and you know it 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 was a lot right it was it was it was a lot and to know that in less than nine months we hit over 10k like let that let that sit for a minute like i had to let that sit for a minute like i like like yesterday it didn't really hit me for real until today. Like it hit me yesterday. I had a flood of emotions. I'm crying and everything. Like I was just because people you will and we'll get into that. But people just don't understand how much I I've worked this year. Right? And I know this year has been a trying year for a lot of us. You understand what I'm saying? It's been a it's been a lot. It's been everywhere. It's been all around. You know, it, it's just been a lot for everybody, right? We've all had to adjust, readjust, readjust the readjustment, readjust the readjust the readjustment. You know what I'm saying? We've all had to just adjust to things that are not the new normal, right? And so, like I said, before, like I said in um, last week's episode, I can't lie. When I when the pandemic happened, everything kind of went to shits for me. Right. Everything went to shits. The way that Grand Valley handled their shit at the time, the way everything was so just reactive more than proactive. Right. And so I still had to pot. Right. I still had to work. I still had to grind. You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm moving into a friend's house, sleeping on his couch for like two weeks, still got a pot. Even if I still got a, And it was things of that nature. Like I'm Like, people don't understand the the behind-the-scenes work, right? People look at this 10,000 in in nine months and be like, whoa, what the fuck? Yes. Yes. Because what you don't understand is that behind-the-scenes work is 24-7 grind mode. You understand what I'm saying? That's a 24-7 grind mode. And why I gave Joe Button the MVP of the week for real is because I see myself so much in him. Like I said, right. I'm here for information. I'm learning every day, learning every day, 
my big my goal, my goal at the start of this year was for the Opinionated Brother podcast to literally get 30K by the end of the year, right? By the end of the year, we did it in nine months, in less than nine months. You understand what I'm saying? In less than nine months, y'all. So to everybody who wants to know the secret behind me getting to this to this to this pinnacle, right, of, of independent royalty, in a way, in the podcast game, it's all God, bro. And I know a lot of y'all are like, man, stop playing. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. When I say my faith does not fucking waver, it doesn't. Here's the thing. I've had, I've been doing this for four years podcasting for three this entertainment shit for four if we go back and i will always say this if we go back to my facebook live days i've been doing this i'm not new to this i'm true to this right i have seen so many people that i know that i don't who got into this podcast game and i will always say this too never ask for none anybody like Never ask for advice, right? Never ask for it, period. And I've seen so many people come and go. I mean, have garnered millions of streams and then crumble to the fucking ground because they don't understand the the, the diligent work that goes into running <laughs> just one podcast. Trust me. And I don't care what type of topics you talk about. You can do a religious, spiritual podcast. You can do a non-fictional podcast. Hell, you can read books off your podcast. The shit is hard work. That's what people, even if it's a hobby, right? Even if you're doing this shit as a hobby, my pie fam who have continuously, literally kept going over a year or two will literally tell you this shit ain't easy. This shit ain't easy. And people looking at me like, whoa, you running three, motherfucker? Yes, three. Three of these motherfuckers. And it it got harder. Right? Every time, it got harder. Because that meant people are listening. People are being engaged. They're being attentive. They're not only listening, but they're comprehending things they're streaming your shit they're sharing your shit they're talking to other people about your shit people that you may not even know in the industry are listening to you as we speak as i'm potting right now somebody is probably clicking on a on an episode right now from back in the day here's the thing bro here's the thing right I never started, I never wanted to initiate, like, I wanted to live off this. I'm going to live off this. This is my career that we're talking about. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah, sometimes it does not, it doesn't, it doesn't register with people in them saying, well, this is your career because it's only something that me and God have had conversations about. And here's the thing, bro. When God, when God literally gives you something, 
he only gives it to you and nobody else. And what I really had to learn, and now that I, what I really had to learn, and that I do now learn, have learned now, I'm sorry, is that I can't give away all my shits, right? Not saying I can't help or give advice, but when God gave me something, I can't sit just sit here and tell everybody, right? I just can't sit here and give it to you on a silver platter because you're not going to understand. A lot of people are not going to understand why I'm sitting here every day on social media. Not even just on social media, right? But on my phone, on my computer, looking up stories, looking up this, looking up that for each of my podcasts or just the opinionated brother just because, right? Making sure that my page stays engaging, You know what I'm saying? And stays up to date with things, right? Making sure that um, I'm staying up to date on my topics that I talk about. You understand what I'm saying? You see, you have to put in the amount of work that people see from you. You have to put in double that behind the scene. And see, for me, I put in triple. And it's only a few people who have seen that from me, right? And my sister Chantel will tell you, shout out to her, when I got saved in 2017, I didn't look back. I did not look back. When God gave me that, when I got saved, I said, God, it's me and you, nothing else, period. You know how many people have projected their worries, their fears, their traumas, everything on me because they see me winning? Huh? Huh? You know how much... You know how many people that are my family were friends, right? You know, people around me project that negative energy onto you because they don't know what the hell you're doing. And here's the thing. Even if they don't know, that's okay. Here's the thing. For the first two years, a lot of people, for the first year, a lot of people didn't know what the fuck I was doing. They thinking that this shit was a hobby. Right. And at first it looked like a hobby. I even thought it was a hobby. I started my company in 20 December 26, 2016 as Mr. Hicks a company. And it was a blog. My blog was called The Opinionated Brother. Right? B-R-O-T-H-A. It was on Tumblr. <laughs> okay? On Tumblr. Fast forward mm, to 2017 summer, we made the podcast. Right. Turned the blog into a podcast, kept the blog, turned that into Devontae's world, made my website. Fast forward another year. Yeah. Fast forward another year and a half. We garnered 10, we garnered about 10K streams. Right. Now, when we got 10K, I didn't think, I didn't think nothing of it. Right. I didn't think shit of it. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't think. Like, okay, we got 10K. This is the start of something great, right? This is now saying like, yo, you see this hobby that y'all think is a hobby? This is not a hobby to me. This is my business. This is my career. And I'm still in school at this time, right? I'm still getting my master's in mass media, mass communications and uh, media studies, right? Still getting my master's at this time, right? So mind y'all, through this three-year period, master's, working, and working, Right? Mall like working throughout. 
period. Fast forward to now. We hit 20, we had 20k streams January 22nd. 20k. We just hit 30k in less than nine months. 10,000 streams in less than nine months. And we got four months to go in the year. Well, yeah, three. About three, three, four. Because I still got the rest of September to look forward to. Still got October, still got November, and still got December. So the secret is my work ethic. And the secret for here's the secret for real. It's not even my work ethic. It's literally having tunnel vision and keeping my eyes focused on the prize. Here's the thing. I just posted a thing about Kev on stage and Mrs. Kev on stage, right? Love them. I told y'all I want to work with them. And it's because their messages really, really sit well with me and they literally speak to me. You understand what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Miss Kev on stage um, just talked about how she was reading a book and she was talking about a word. She had a word too. She was talking about Peter, um, how a lot of us sit here and when we talk, when we think about Peter in the Bible and how he walked off, um, how he sunk when he was, you know, walking to Jesus, right? And he got distracted, right? He got distracted and he started to sink. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of us sit here and are worried about the sinking. You understand what I'm saying? We're so fucking worried about sinking that we don't appreciate the two or three steps we took to Jack actually get the fuck out the fucking boat. Huh? You know how many risks I had to take, how many leaps I had to jump? When I when I made my first leap, hell yeah, that bitch was bumpy. Hell yeah, that bitch was bruised up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was bruised. It was hurt. Like, tears, trials, tribulations, all of that. So much. And every time I elevated and saw success, it got harder. It's going to get harder now. But that don't mean I sit here and stop. No, that means I go harder. Right? That means I go harder. That means I sit here and put even more time into what the fuck I got going on. That's the fucking secret. It's keeping your eyes on the prize and not letting those people, people, period. It don't matter if it's in your family, your circle. Nobody sitting here and deterring you, deterring you, deter, deter, whatever, right? But literally not sitting here and letting those people psych you out from what God has planned for you. Bro, when I started work, walking in my purpose... Shit just started coming. What? Shit just started coming. Yeah, the money ain't going to come right now. Because I'm doing things very organic and authentic. I'm not trying to be fast. I don't want fast food when it comes to this shit. I don't want to be a Taco Bell. I don't want to be a Burger King. I don't want to be a McDonald's. No, I want this shit to have concrete foundation. So when I open up my restaurant for real, for real, oh, we're going to have some longevity because I've already been here. Here's the thing. Let me let me keep it a bean with you. Like I said before, I've seen over the past three or four years, so many podcasters come and go, whether they have been big, don't matter whether they've been big or whether they've been small, medium, small. I've seen so many come and go because they cannot understand nor handle nor 
really grasp the fact that podcasting is not just for the faint of heart. You see a lot of people making podcasts because they're bored in quarantine right now. But also those same people have stopped podcasting because it is a job. Even when you do it as a hobby, you have to keep up with shit. As I said before, it doesn't matter if you're doing a religious podcast, spiritual, you know, religious, spiritual podcast, whether you're doing a nonfiction podcast, entertainment news, food, whatever. You have to be on it. Mistakes will be made. Here's the thing. I've become a perfectionist and I had to step back and be like, okay, Todd, you need to chill, (laughs) right? Because being a perfectionist can fuck you up. And so I had to understand, like, yo, make me making my mistakes is what has gotten me to where the fuck I am right now. The lessons, not the losses, not the failures, but the lessons that I have learned through failing has led to so much of my fucking success. You have to be able to fail. Failure comes with success. You ain't going to just succeed out the fucking blue. Okay? You're just not going to do it. You're going to fail. You're going, it's going to, and it's going to hurt. Feel that. Accept that. Move forward. Because if you continue to look back, what the fuck are you looking back for? Ah, I should have did. Okay, you should have did that right now. Move forward and do correct. Do what you need to do. Just because you fail don't mean you stop. And that's the thing. My consistency, my faith is unmatched. That's my secret. And you can ask anybody who know me. My faith and my consistency is unmatched. And that's no cap. And that's not the two mile horn. That's just to, that's just to tell y'all what it is. My faith and my consistency is unmatched. I know that I'm going to make it. I know that I'm going to live off this shit. I know I'm going to be big. Because here's the, and here's the thing. I'm already big. Big. <laughs> In the independent circuit, when it comes to podcasting, I am literally one of the crown jewels of this. Because I've been doing this for so long. You know how many people have asked for advice and I've given them free advice with no type of charge? Where some people out, so where some people nowadays you see on Instagram, these little, you know, how to start a podcast and shit like that. If you want to start a podcast, go get my free and everything. It ain't even free. You got to buy something. Where you can just come to my stupid ass and just ask a fucking question. You know what? I have to shout out the Mental Matters Podcast. And this is why they will continuously be, they they will continuously have people listening to them and such a great audience, such as myself. I remember when Rich came to me, shout out to Rich, and asked me two years ago, bro, how did you start your podcast? Now, I could have been like any, I could have been like another influencer and sat here and was uh, like any influencer who's, you know, doing the Instagram ads and shit like that, Facebook ads and been like, hey, check out my shit and did it. No, all I told him was, listen, bro, make sure you got a mic or something, your phone, whatever, and you record, just record. That's it. They was like, what platform do you use? I said, I use SoundCloud. That's it. What the fuck? Am I, what? What? You want me to charge you for telling you what platform I use? I use SoundCloud. <laughs> what, $100? No. The fuck? Why would I do that? Huh? Huh? 
For what? See, I want longevity. It's like I'm in a cubicle. I'm in this podcast cubicle, right? And I see so many cubicles just people leaving their cubicles and their cubicles just leaving out, leaving out, leaving out. You know what I'm saying? In and out, in and out. And it's only a few of us, including myself, who are still here in this game. Still doing the damn thing. Watching everybody just pass and go, pass and go, pass and go. And niggas are still looking at me like, damn, you still here? You still rocking? You still doing the damn thing? Yes. Still elevating. Still doing it. Still making it happen. Got two new podcasts under my belt. Still got the blog under my belt. Running a whole multimedia and podcast company. Yep, I'm doing it. Understand, I went from using my phone to having a mobile, literally, studio in my house. When I say I can bring the studio, I don't fuck around and... I literally have a suitcase with my with my shit in it that I can go anywhere, anywhere. As long as I got a plug, I can podcast. What? I proved that to y'all in Grand Rapids. You understand what I'm saying? Being outside and podcasting. Being inside and podcasting. I proved that to y'all in Toronto when I did it, when I did two episodes. Hell, did it here now in New York when I did some episodes? Hell, did it in Detroit when I did some episodes? Hell, did it in um, Florida when I did some episodes? Did it in Houston when I did some... I've been podcasting and traveling. Huh? And you don't think the fruits of that labor was going to sit here and make it happen? I'm not worried about being fast food. I'm worried about having longevity so that in the next couple years that niggas want to sit. Stop playing with me, people. This 30K hit different. I'm in a new, t- I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a new. <laughs> no, like seriously, I feel like I'm in a new type of feeling. Like 20K was one thing, but 30K? Independent? What? Oh man, stop playing with me. To my pa fam out there, keep going. To if, if you if you've been rocking with me for this long, the one thing I want you to take away from my company, from me, my business, from you listening to me, is that I need you to take the fucking leap. Stop being scared. You're going to be scared at every point in time. Here's the thing. I was scared to come here, to come to New York. Wanted to be in New York. But when it was it was in my face, when when my best friend said, "Yo, we're coming. I'm 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 bringing you to New York." I could have sat there and trust me, I thought about it. Trust me, I thought about it. I could have sat there and said, "Hell no, nah, I'm okay." Maybe I'll wait. No, wait for what? Wait for fucking what? Huh? For my money to get right? My money wasn't right in fucking Grand Rapids. I was supposed to move to Colorado. It, been, it, it would not have been right there either. So when, when is the right time for you? Hmm? When is the right time for you to start some shit? Now. Now. I've been saying that for a long time. 
And continuously, I see a lot of y'all not doing it, but also I see a lot of y'all doing it. You're going to have to go. It's not going to be all, you know, kisses and rainbows and dandelions and sunflowers. You're going to have days where you're going to need to take those breaks. You don't think I took breaks? I took a whole two-week hiatus, came back, hit 29K, came came back in a four-month, came back doing podcasting for a full two weeks, and now we hit 30K. Come on, people. Come on, people. That's because I never stop. I need a break, right? I may need a pause, but I'm not going to stop. My consistency and my faith is unmatched. It's unwavering. You can sit here and tell me my podcast ain't shit. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Thank you for telling me my podcast ain't shit. Because somebody think it's shit. And that's all that matters to me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what the hell you got to say. As long as this shit is aligned with what my OG saying, I'm straight. I'm straight. The big OG upstairs got me. You feel? He got me. He been blessing me. So, to everybody out there who continues to listen to the opinionated brother, who continues to stream us, share us, like us, subscribe, everything, we appreciate you. We love you because we only going up from here. Can't wait till I hit 50K, 40K, 50K, 100K, 200K, 500K. When we get to our million, you feel me? What? I'm on a whole, I'm in a whole new type of mode right now. Now that we, now that we in this new kind of uh, tax bracket, quote unquote, streaming bracket. You feel me? This is why I go so hard behind the scenes. You feel me? That's why I do what I do. You hear me talk, that's in front of you. But behind the scenes, I'm always working. Always. 24-7. That's my date. That's my job. That's my career. And I will continuously do this. You may not understand it. And here's the thing. Stop trying to make people understand. Stop trying to make people understand the vision that God has for you when it's not meant for them. I'm just saying. Literally. Stop trying to make people understand the vision that God has for you because it's not for them. It's for you. So it's if it's for you, no matter if your friends, your family, whoever, sit here and understand it or not, they need they should support and trust and believe. My support system has been strong since day one. Day motherfucking one. Strong and solid. And have been supporting me ever since. So you already know. When we get big, when we get our tour bus and everything, when we, when Corona have it to where we can, you know, when Corona is kind of died down into where we can start touring and everything, oh, we out this bitch. Getting a whole tour bus. What is you saying? Renting an RV. Having my best friend drive it. What? Stop. I'm going to be still. I'm going to do what I need to do. Here's the thing. A lot of us in 2020 just want to move so much and everything like that. Like, that's cool. Do what you got to do. But also... Keeping the stillness. Some of us need to move and some of us need to be still. Hmm? 
So to those who want to know my secret, it is faith, consistency, and hard fucking work. It is the background work that continuously allows me to achieve what I what I am blessed to achieve. And I'm just that shit, period. I'm not here to toot the horn, but I'm just that shit. I'm that nick. Okay? Independently, I'm that nick. I'm I'm that. I'm one of the crown jewels of the independent podcast market. And that's what it is. Right? And I'm still just getting started. I'm only three years in this game and I'm still just getting started, y'all. I ain't even scratched the surface. I keep telling y'all, I ain't even scratched the surface yet. I ain't even nicked that motherfucker yet. And we already making great headway, making history and make like stop playing with me. I want people to understand, take your leap. And stop worrying about what others got to say about what the fuck you or about the what the fuck God got planned for you. It's for you. Why are you worried about what everybody got to th- Why are you worried about what everybody got to say? Huh? Huh? Oh, because I'm going to get judged and people are not going to like it and everything. Okay. What? Okay. So what? It's not for them. It's for you. So what? So fucking what? You do your best at what the hell God got you. I'm, see, got me, <laughs> got me sitting here going off. Like, literally, you do what you got to do. You feel what I'm saying? So, I am appreciative of hitting this 30K club. It, it feels great. It feels amazing. Because it really is up from here. It ain't going down. It was never going down. But it was always up. Because, see, people people at every stage are now like, whoa, how, whoa, you got, whoa, 30K, yes, 30K, 10,000 streams in less than nine months. Now, if that don't show you work ethic, if that don't show you how hard I grind for this, oh, trust me, you're going to see some more. So let me just break this down for y'all real quick, and I'm about to get out y'all help. Multimedia and podcast conglomerate. And your boy right here, running three podcasts, two which I just started this year, okay, and probably within two months of each other, got my master's degree, degreed up in this bitch, right, and still was able to pull off 10,000 streams, that's because of the people. That's because of y'all. That's because of y'all who listen to me. And I'm appreciative and I love y'all so much for it. I thank y'all for rocking. I thank y'all for never losing sleep on a brother. I thank y'all for listening when a brother was on a break. I thank y'all for a lot. I just thank y'all. Because honestly, without y'all listening, 30K wouldn't happen. Literally, without y'all listening, 30K wouldn't happen. And in a time where... Shit is so video-ish, Queeby and YouTube and Facebook Live and all of that good shit. The fact that y'all still continue to turn me on on the podcast app, on Spotify, on Google Play, or Apple Podcasts, or iHeartRadio, or whatever, going to my website and listening to me, that's a blessing. Because I don't use YouTube anymore. I'm not a YouTuber anymore. I, I try YouTube. It's not my thing. I'm more of the behind-the-scenes, behind-the-mic type of nigga. And I love it. That's 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 where my niche is, and that's my that's my land. And I love it. And so I appreciate everybody. 
everybody that continues to support, listen, every like all my supporters, my fans, my listeners, we appreciate you. We appreciate you over here. And we thank you and we love you. All right. Listen, we are about to get out of here. Um, make sure that y'all follow us on all platforms. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, stream us everywhere. You can um well iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Castbox, Overcast, we're everywhere, Spotify, of course. Um, you can go to my website at ww.tyronzix.com forward slash TOB pod. You can also follow um the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, that's TOB under double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. You can follow it at the opinionated brother pod. All right. Listen, we'll be back, of course, with another with another after dark show. Here's the thing. We've changed a lot of things around. Um, not with the opinion brother, but with the Devontae's World and RB and Chill. So the Devontae's World podcast comes now on Fridays at two, and the RB and Chill podcast comes on Saturdays at two. All right, so we're dropping. Um, we're just we're just moving into a a, a new time and new day. All right, so I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all check out the newest um, episodes of the podcast right now, The PNA Brother, R&B and Chill, and Devontae's World, all right? I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Be good. Stay blessed. Love, peace, and hair grease.